dolphins and jags. What a drag! Welcome, football fans, to episode 31 of the Surf and Artificial Turf podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co-host, Casey Thompson. Casey, how was your week, buddy? Uh, we're on to next season. <laughs> we're on to 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, buddy. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is it is what it is. We We had a tall task in front of us. Mm-hmm. My okay? eye is still watering from whatever <laughs> happened to my jaw before we started. Um, Sexual innuendo went too far before the pod. Oh goodness! Uh, but uh, yeah, we we had a long, you know, road in front of us to get to mm-hmm. the playoffs. It's kind of ridiculous that we had to win nine straight to get in. <laughs> so yeah, you you can't you know be too depressed about it because you just can't get your hopes up as a Dolphins sure. fan or Jags fan in any situation. Yeah. So, you know, until, until we're holding Lombardi, my hopes will never be high, you know? Yeah. Probably even uh, still then something's going to happen. Yeah. But, uh, still sad to say the least. Uh, yeah. how was your week? About the same as it yeah. always is. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty similar to every other week. Um, what are you drinking, buddy? Uh, Darwin Tangerine White Wheat Ale. Whoa, you are drinking a beer. Yeah. It is 118 for everybody out there on a Monday well, afternoon. Yeah, the only time the only reason I didn't drink last week is I literally just drove back and I was starving. So I was mm-hmm. more focused on eating than drinking at that yeah. point and Check just next. complained about how much I was eating at the beginning of the pot <laughs> with a mouthful as I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't she didn't care for the chewing on the pot. I'm smacking the lips. Uh, me. Thanks for asking. A peach and honey seltzer. Oh God, <laughs> it's delicious. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. All right, let's just let's let's fire through this bad boy because these games literally nobody wants to talk about. Uh, the Pats fell the Jags fifty to ten. Fifty burger. The <laughs> fifty burger. There it is. Uh. You ready for my my positives and negatives? Sure, I think there are some positives, but go ahead. Sure, uh, positive got blown out so bad. Trent Balky should be fired at this point. Uh, next one, Trevor threw a touchdown, so we don't have to hear about consecutive pass streak without a touchdown anymore. Uh, light at end of the season tunnel. One more. You sent it to me like an hour. Oh yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. Walker Little. I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know about that stat beforehand. Uh, Walker Little allowed zero pressures. Hundred percent protection rate. Yeah. Uh, as someone that has a terrible offensive line, what is happening? I have tape on my sweater. Uh, what? As someone that has a terrible offensive line uh, and has consistently missed in the draft in terms of mm-hmm. sure starters, you know, you might have hit someone here. You won't know. Maybe. Obviously, he hasn't gotten enough playing time. Shocking. Yeah. I know. I know you really played all your rookies so well, yeah. but uh, you only played the good ones. <laughs> but no, you. Um, you might have someone. Hopefully, over the offseason, you know, and as time goes by, he develops. You might have to start at left tackle next year, depending on what happens with Cam. But yeah, you know, um, is your is uh, what's his face your your right tackle? Is his contract up next year? Is his last year of his rookie okay. deal? Um, so 
Would love, would love if they either re-signed Cam Robinson or franchise tagged him one more time and just put Walker Little out over there to see if he could play right tackle for a year. Or, yeah, as we'll get into probably coming soon, um, some draft conversation. Maybe, maybe taking the tag, the top tackle at the, at the top of the board. Um, I did have one negative though, and that would be Jaguar football because it's bad, man. It's just yeah, yeah. one is a whole negative. Everything yeah. that's going on in the city of Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's a positive to me. I really, uh, I, man, we're gonna we're gonna just talk about off field stuff again instead of a football game. Yeah. Jaguars suck. The, the The game was bad. Um, offense was bad. Defense didn't show up. That's let's let's get onto the important stuff. Uh, a movement has sprung up since the last time that we potted um, the the get hashtag fire balky uh, trending every single day, and along with that, a a clown uh, avatar with the Shadkan mustache, and it has unified a group of people on Twitter in a way in which I don't think I've ever seen on on Twitter in my entire uh, uh, Twitter existence, which is not very long. Um, but a lot of fan pressure to clean house and losing by 50 points. Uh, as somebody put, put it, uh, John Shipley, who's a, the SI guy for Jacksonville, um, to a team that had some guys that, Balky wasn't interested in signing because of their high price tag in Matthew Judon and the two tight ends for the Patriots. Uh, yeah, even I have part, partook, partaken, partaken, partaken uh, in the, the clown movement. If mm-hmm. you um, and, you know, I, I now am getting followed by certain uh, Jags people that have seen my, I guess because I, maybe yeah. because I've liked your stuff or because I've recently Probably. followed a few Jags people like Dilla and uh, uh-huh. that other guy, Dustin, that's come out of nowhere. Um, but I think that ESPN guy. Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I, I have a few new falls and I'm a, I'm a proud member of this. It's gotta be done. If, if the order organiz- next Monday, right? I mean, it, I, I don't think it's going to happen this week. Um, yeah, I don't think so either. I, I, think, I think I think the reports are true that it will happen after the season, mm-hmm. but I think it will be immediate because you got to go into the head coaching uh, search, like truly go into it. I know you're going to have a few interviews this week, Kellen Moore, Todd Bowles, but I think that um, you're truly going to go into the interview process next week, and it's got to happen on Black Monday. Um, and, and I think those guys who are going to be interviewed as the reports came out, uh, that's the question they're going to ask. So they're going to know, like they're going to say to, to shot, Hey, is this guy going to be my GM? Is this the guy that I'm going to be reporting to? And I, I think at this point, shot knows whether or not he's going to keep him. And that I mean, answer report, will be I, I, given I, to I, I believe those reports that, you know, they're going to fire him at the end of the season because it's mm-hmm. very jag like to keep someone that is a dead man walking to the end of the season, right? Um, or longer than they should, at least, right? Yeah, it's happening, it's happening right now with um Trent. So I think that you will fire him on Black Monday. I don't, I, I, I it's it might even be Sunday immediately after the game, sure. I think it's strange to have these interviews so far that you've had. I mean, what, what is Doug Peterson? You're like, that's the only interview, huh? 
That's the only one so far. Yeah, yeah, but I assume that um, in Todd Bowles and Kellen Moore, he will also be there, and it's kind of just like it's just awkward. What a weird situation. Yeah. Um, you know what exactly is Shad saying to Trent that makes him think, "Oh yeah, you're you're around." He, he's got to hear all this noise. So I don't know. What a it's just fucking it's a clown organization right now, my man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's 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 very confusing. Um what exactly is going on and your sentiment of i hate that they didn't get a a head start in which they could have had they just cleaned house to 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 begin with and started looking for a gm which i I suppose is true and it is frustrating and i texted you man i just hope as long as it happens i'm okay with it and yeah it sucks that they didn't just get rid of balky at the same time and start their search but i do still feel like with trevor and with the first overall pick with a owner who's shown that he's willing to spend money i still think it's a desirable job and i still think it will be the first job taken yes they could have gotten a head start but i don't really know what value getting that head start I don't. It I think would have how they handled it so applied. far, though, I would say this is not no longer the most desirable job. Even if they clean house, you look at how Ashad is handling this, and you're just like, I mean, I don't know. You could go to a much cleaner organization than this. Um, that's much more straightforward and isn't a joke uh, in terms of how they handled stuff in the front office. I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something. There is going to be a residual stink left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying that. Jacksonville is a place that's going to be avoided. I think once you fire Trent, it'll, it will be a place where you're still going to have. And no one's going to say no. Right. Yeah, um, you're going to but, get you're going to get your number one choice. I think is is how I I how I view it. I think maybe I don't know. I, I, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I I still think Chicago uh, is a, is would be a great place to be. Um, mm-hmm. Even Minnesota. Uh, because you're assuming that I would assume there would be a, a, a shift in the quarterback um, room there as well. Man, uh, the rest know. of that How team is pretty that? good. Huh? How are they going to do that with his contract? Oh yeah. I, I mean, well, anything, anything is possible. <laughs> anything uh, is possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, based on what we've seen in, around the league, I don't know yeah, I guess what, what are contracts, <laughs> but yeah. uh I don't know. I, did, I know. You know, obviously Kirk isn't it, but I don't know. I think there's there might be positions that he can sure. open up. I don't think I don't know. Las Vegas, I wouldn't say is one of them, but um, there might be positions that I don't know. Just giants. Well, they said they're sticking with him. We'll see. What a, what a quick turnaround though. If he, you know, I know they're terrible right now, but they said two weeks ago, hey, we're keeping Joe Judge and um, Gettleman. And you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> fire him on Black Monday or whatever. That would be yeah. interesting. But I, I don't know. Is it, would the Giants be a team that would be better? You know, I don't. They don't have a quarterback of the future. You know, really, it's the Bears and the Jags. I think that kind of have that quarterback already taken. That's like their first step, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that those for those reasons, you're more appealing. It's sure. just what's happened these past few weeks that just makes yeah. it a little unappealing. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Jags, you stink. Can't wait for the season to be over. Uh, Titans topple the Dolphins, thirty-four to three. Um, do you want to rant about refs? No, I mean, look, we. Uh, this is the second year in a row where 
you know, we're, we're, we were in a position where we needed a game and we just got demolished. And it's just, um, it's the same story being rewritten again and having to watch it again. It's just, it's just kind of, um, you know, uh, depressing. <laughs> and yeah. what, what is next for this organization? I think though, at this point, next week will be the last game that Tua starts for the Miami Dolphins. Mm. I think at this point it's settled. Um, I think one of two things could happen. Um, there could be some firings in the front office in the head coach spot, but I think that all it needed, all Steven Ross needed to see was one bad game from Tua. And that would have put the final nail in the coffin because he was already, I mean, the guy has huge legal issues and, you know, the the price tag is so high, but Stephen Ross still wanted Watson mm-hmm. all the way up to the tread, tread de- deadline. We said things like, oh, you know, we wouldn't do it. We were waiting for the legal stuff to settle first, blah, blah, blah. But that just means that once the legal stuff is settled, you're going to absolutely pull the trigger. And mm-hmm. I think that's that's what's going to happen. And I bet you that there's a good chance it happens before the legal stuff is settled at this point. Um, I could definitely see it happening uh, whenever I, I don't know exactly when trades can happen. Is there a limit? To, yeah, the mm, it's a because start I, I, of the I, new league year, I believe. Okay, I, that makes sense. But it's it's before free agency, correct? It's I think it's like at the same exact time. Is it okay? I um, think I, I think they would do it at the start of that to build a team around Watson, um, based on we're still going to have cap space if we bring Watson on. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's I think that's what we're heading towards. Um, not that I agree with it, but that's just I, I just kind of see this already kind of unfolding. Um, two years missing the playoffs on the last or second to last week of the season. I don't think um, I don't think Old Man Ross is going to want to stick around much longer with this um, middle of the pack and. I think he's going to push to pull the trigger. And I, I imagine it will be with Chris Greer and Brian Flores. I imagine they stay around, but um, so, yeah, I mean, in terms of the game, uh, I didn't understand the offensive game plan whatsoever. It was very frustrating to watch uh, all of our routes being the 10 to 20 yards. It, you know, I'm, I'm not quite sure what they saw in previous weeks of the Titans defense that made them think that that was the way to go because of how successful Duke Johnson had ran in the first half. Sorry, mm-hmm. Duke Thompson. Um, I think that it's just frustrating because they should have ran more often because it was succeeding. I mean, he, he was running seemingly half the time for 10 yards a gain. And, you know, eventually it got out of hand and we had to start passing even more. But we yeah. were passing way too much out of the gate and all the passes way too down the field. I don't know. It should have been the same game plan that we had against the Giants, mm-hmm. which is super short passes um, because we have the guys with hands to do that. And then we, you know, you, you take it from there. But I, I mean, I don't, I, you know, that, that was frustrating, but it was also uh, a pretty terrible game from Tua. He could not handle that weather whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It seemed like um, he fumbled the ball multiple times. 
And his overthrows, I think, was also because it was slipping out of his hands at the top of his throwing motion instead of where he wanted it to because he just had no grip on the ball. And I don't know what happened to where we didn't get him something to make it to where it would, you know, he could have more grip. Uh, and I don't know whose decision that was, but I, that, that was frustrating to see. Uh, you know, it wasn't all to his fault, but he definitely had a had a pretty bad game. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a it was a tough watch this morning. Um, I don't I don't really know what else to say other than what what you what you said there. It was just a weird to see the game plan change and them not to continue to do what they had been doing that had given them success. Didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and now you're kind of your season's over. Yeah, the the you know the refs did play a part in it. There were some terrible, terrible calls um, that happened during the game. Mm-hmm. Huge, you know, sh- you know, game changing, shifting yeah. calls that led to scores for the Titans or non turnovers, things like that, yep. uh, or stop drives for us that should have been extended um, when the game was still close. You know, I really consider the game being a seventeen to three game. Everything mm-hmm. else that happened after that was kind of just we were defeated at that point. Yeah. Um, and all those scores were just garbage time scores. And our defense was just kind of gassed and didn't care as much because they knew that we weren't going to score the points anyway to come back. So, yeah, that was frustrating, but you can't blame it all on that. Um, you know, those, all the incompletions that happened, all of those, um, you know, three and outs and things like that that mm-hmm. happened, that was because of our offensive game plan in Tua. And, you know, it was... Um, it was frustrating to watch um, in real time. Uh, your you watch your season end. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's start our week eighteen previews and let's uh, phone it in like the Jags defense phoned in week seventeen. Colts at Jaguars, one o'clock kick. Colts, <laughs> Colts, a uh, sixteen point favorite. Uh, golly. Um, Key matchup, defense, Colts run game, which is fifth, versus Jags rush D, which is 30th. And then my key offensive matchup is Jaguars wide receiver's hands, which is 33rd, versus catching the football, which is undefeated. I don't Who cares about this game, man? It's I, I just... I want to see Trevor play. I want to see continued development. I don't want to see... I, I guess it's not even... I, I want to see a stop in the skid. I want to see his mechanics kind of get back to where they were at the beginning of the season and uh, look comfortable in the pocket and making some right reads. That's really all I want from this game. Other than that, I don't care. Like, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, obviously, no injuries. But, yeah, beside that, I mean, right. nobody still hurt, need to win to get into the playoffs. Uh-huh. So uh, what Harris and Stevenson did to you last week, I imagine Taylor will be that combined you know yeah. Yeah. uh if uh you know I, I, just because they they need it uh otherwise i think this would be inter- more interesting in terms of if they had they could rest and mm-hmm. you could you know uh have a more a closer game that you know trevor could actually compete with um <clears throat> but the Colts if it's you know quite good and so i expect a similar game to the patriots game yeah i mean it's like Brandon Staley said, uh, the run game is about 
forcing another team to be physical and making them have a want to and a drive to get off of blocks and make tackles. And when you're the worst team in the NFL and you just allowed 50 points on you and you're four, you're, you're, you're an hour away from your season being over. I imagine Jonathan Taylor might set single game rushing record this week. All right, let's pick it. Oh, Colts win, Colts cover. Colts win, Colts cover. And two times this year I have said maybe, and and I have said jokingly, maybe hit that adjusted line and double it with the Rams in the Patriots game. Seriously, you might want to hit that adjusted line on this one. Colts could could win by 32. Pretty comfortable. Colts by 32? You want me to bet that? I'll bet that right now. <laughs> Pretty. I, the only thing I would be concerned about that is if they go up by a lot uh, and they'll start resting their players they'll, because they'll they have to play next week. Pull some people out. Yeah, that would be the uh, only thing that would make me concerned about that. But I mean, the Patriots did that uh, this last week, and they still put up fifty. So I mean, who knows? Okay. All right. Pats at Dolphins. One o'clock kick. Pats six point favorite. Our key matchups is Tua possibly with his last start and our real key matchup is the defense the Patriots linebackers which their rush D is fifth versus the New England run game which is second what you gotta say Casey um where are you making yeah, that think, bet right now uh it's not up yet it's too early in the week the adjusted lines aren't up yet uh mm-hmm. but I think that the the Patriots can't, I mean, they can technically win the division. The Bills will be playing at the same time. The mm-hmm. Bills are playing the Jets. The Jets have been quite feisty these past couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, I don't expect the, the Bills to lose there. But the Patriots will be playing as if the division could be on the line. So yeah. I expect them playing hard. At the very least, they are playing for wildcard positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know, you obviously want to go as high as you can. Yep. Not that you really want to. I guess the only I don't know the teams you want to play right now. The Bengals are so hot, and then you have the Titans yeah. who are going to be the one seed, and then you have the Chiefs and Bills. Like good fucking luck, you know, yeah. <laughs> those division winners. It's gonna uh, be tough. Yeah. Anyway, so, you slice it for the uh, for the for the Pats. But after seeing what the the Patriots did last week against the Jags, I expect them trying to do the same. Um, mostly us because we saw the same thing with the, what the Titans did to us uh, in terms of, you know, For, Foreman did quite well against our, you know, run defense, which, as you just said, was pretty ranked pretty high. Um, so I expect they'll try to do the same thing. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't really care. It doesn't really affect us. I, I think yeah. Anything, uh, Get, might pop up, pop us up a couple picks in the second and later rounds. We don't have our first round pick, but the the later round. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to win. It, it was different a couple years ago when we won and it kicked the Patriots down, and then they had to play the Titans and they lost the last year Brady played mm-hmm. 2019. Um, this year doesn't really affect much because I, yeah. I think the Bills are going to win. So it's not like I really want to beat the Patriots so that they drop a, you know, and have to one win. wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah. I would rather move up a few picks and in, in our the, the, sure. the later round. So uh, the only thing I want to see, which I, I said earlier that offense was Tua, 
but I changed my mind because I don't think that matters at this point. Um, I think that the matchup, key matchup on offense I don't want to see is Waddle. Um, get those three receptions to set the rookie reception record. Yeah, uh, That's the only thing I care about. And then pull everyone. Um, pull honestly. Waddle for sure. Yeah, get him the reception Waddle, record and then get him out of there. Phillips. Pull all our, mm. pull all of our, our, our guys. I, I don't, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, I just want to, I just want them not to have a, you know, we saw some serious injuries happen this past week and mm-hmm. definitely these past five weeks or so. Um, to wide receivers too. Yeah. That will go into next season. Um, at least the next training camp. And I don't want that to happen. So uh, three receptions on the first drive and then pull everyone. Hmm. That's all, that's all I want to see. Yeah. All right, let's pick it. Did you say the line? Yeah. Uh, Pat's minus six. Not six? Wow. Okay. Well, that's what I got. That's what I had this morning. No, you're fine. Uh, Patriots win, Patriots cover. Patriots win, Patriots cover. All right. Game time. Today's game. New NFL team New Year's resolutions. So it's now 2022. And we're going to bring you some New Year's resolutions for some NFL teams and or NFL resolutions for ourselves. Casey, what's your first one? Uh, you're going to love this one. Uh, I My first uh, resolution is that whenever the start of the league year is, that day, mm-hmm. make your quarterback decision. How could you do this to me? <laughs> And uh, I think that I, I, I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I don't want another, I don't know how long these legal issues are going to go on, but I don't want to continuously have to wait that out to know whether or not we're going to pull the trigger. Um, they should say, if it, you know, I doubt they're going to say before the, that, that sort of new league year that, you know, two is our quarterback or anything like that. Uh, but I do think that they should pull that trigger immediately to start the next offseason. Um, or at that point, say we are not going to trade for Deshaun Watson, period. Mm. One of those two things needs to happen March 15th or whatever the hell the start of the new league year is. Yeah. Um, and let's move on to 2022. I, I so my first one is is also very similar to this. I would just take it just like a step further. And say that the year of 2022 is the year of deciding what your offensive identity is going to be. Like the, it should be a everything should be about making a having a continuity on offense that makes sense. Decide on who your offensive coordinator is going to be, and that's it. Decide and start start figuring out how you're going to fix this offensive line how you're going to, what's your game plan to attack that. And then what you're going to do, like you said, with quarterback. So that would be my Dolphins New Year's resolution is the year 2022 is the time to get an offensive identity. And that's kind of my point in terms of doing it at the first day of the league years at right. free agency and the draft needs to be built around whoever's our quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, I would want that to be Tua. Like I said before, I don't think this one this one game that we saw in the terrible weather where he didn't have the right equipment on and we had a terrible offensive game plan is, is a reason to move on from him. From mm-hmm. what I've seen, he's developed substantially from last year. Yeah. And I think that he can be a franchise quarterback. What we need is an offense around him that's fitted for him. We need one more wide receiver. Right. We need a better, obviously, a better offensive line. That's the main thing. 
both tackles need mm-hmm. to be replaced. Um, and we can move Eichenbergen to, to guard, have a competition. Austin Jackson was absolutely hero- uh, horrendous uh, yeah. against the Titans. We replaced him with Solomon Kinley because how bad he was on the inside. Um, so I thought it might be, hey, let's have Jackson versus Eichenberg in the left guard mm-hmm. competition. But I don't know if that's going to happen. We have Dieter at center, Robert Hunter at right guard. Those two positions are set. We need two tackles. We need to sign you know, guys that are established in the league, Armstead or um, Orlando Brown or you know, someone like that. Two guys to kind of come in and be sure things. Uh, no more drafting. We have enough young guys. And the, the, the young guys can be our depth. Uh, Austin Jackson and Solomon McKinley, obviously the two main ones, can be our depth. Or Eichenberg if one of those other two guys beat him at left guard. But yeah. I think that um, Bentley's dying. Anyway, uh, it's coughing. Um, I, I think that, you know, we have to build our offense around that quarterback. So that, that's kind of the point in terms of being at the beginning of the league year for me as well. Yeah. So I think your defense is pretty set. Um, you've got some really good, strong pieces on that side of the ball. And you kind of just let those players build and develop from there. But it needs to be all, all eyes, all focus in 2022 on the offense. All right, what's your second one? Um, you still coming up with them right now off the top of your head? No, I'm trying to remember. I, I Well, my second one, unfortunately, is going to lean into the first one, which I just, literally just said, which is uh, rebuild our offensive line. Uh, there, There is, we need to, I don't care, honestly, who we sign. No matter, no matter what our quarterback situation is next year, uh, no one could be successful behind this offensive mm-hmm. line. Um, yes, they've improved from the beginning of the year, but Jesse Davis is not a starting right tackle. He was terrible this yeah. past game. He's been terrible these past few weeks. We literally have no one else to replace him, and so he's our best option. So, yeah, I mean, and that's his blind side. That's to his blind side. And it led to a longer field goal, and it, which ended up being a missed kick because of, because of a missed block from Jesse Davis. So... Look, I, I, um, I think this has been harped on all season by the both of us, mostly me, is that off in the line has been terrible, worse in the league. Um, so, yeah, the first resolution is sign all of our money. I don't care if it, you know, I really don't. I think we can be a successful team with 90% of our positions already set. Mm-hmm. I think that we can fill some spots in the draft, but I think mostly – our, our our offensive line should be where our substantial cap number, number one in the league, should go to. Uh, getting both those tackles filled. Throw the biggest paycheck you can at Armstead. The, you know, he might get tagged or signed by the Saints. But, you know, maybe not. Maybe he doesn't want to stay there. Um, and same thing with Orlando Brown. You know, I, I think that there's a couple guys. There's one more guy I, I can't think of. Um, but I, there's there's three guys that, um, really are, you know, well-established offensive tackles out there. Um, Cam is not him, but I don't remember, I don't remember who it was. Um, but we, we need to sign two. We need to sign two tackles, mm-hmm. um, guys that are starters right now and are successful right now. Uh, so that's my next resolution. All right. My next one, my resolution for the Jags. Jags in 2022, fresh start completely remake self. This is this is one of those, you know, when you're 
at the beginning of the new year and you're like, I'm going to new year, new me. That's what the Jags mantra should be. They should completely restructure how their front office works. They need to get rid of every everything, every kind of hanger on that's still there, even from the Dave Caldwell, Gus Bradley era. Everything needs to be removed down to the people who clean the stadium. We just like change everything. That's what I got. I love it. Give me your, give me your third one and final resolution for 2022. Final resolution is start strong. I am um, tired of having a sub 500 record after the first half of the season. Uh, we wouldn't be in the position that we've been in these past couple of years if we won a few more of these early games. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the Jags, the Falcons, um, that Raiders game, games that should have been won against you know less superior teams, definitely teams that aren't the, now the number one seed in the freaking AFC. You know, I, we we put her in a position where we had to beat the Titans and Patriots back to back after winning seven in a row. Like that shouldn't have been the case. I know we had injuries, but Brian Flores so far has had three years where. He has had slow starts. I don't know what is going on, and I bet it has to do with a lot of changes that we have from year to year on the offensive side of the football in terms mm-hmm. of both player personnel and coaches. Um, but I, you know, I don't know what that looks like next year. But even if we do make a change, we need to start fast. We need to get some wins early um, and be 500 or better at the midpoint of the season. Make our lives easier in the second half. My final, well, probably not final resolution, but final NFL resolution for 2022 is I resolve to not allow a player or storyline to get me hyped in training camp slash preseason. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, well, this one I gotta hold you to. Yeah. I need to, I need to clip that. Clip that. So that I I can, I can play it back. (laughs) I will not. Get hyped around some kind of training camp preseason storyline for the, the Jaguars. Text messages I could pull up. Oh my god, August text messages. Of don't your, do it. I don't want to see them. Uh, but no, I, I, yeah, you, you definitely need to calm your fucking, <laughs> calm your shit because you were, uh, you were all aboard that hype train, and you are now the number one overall pick two years in a row. Hmm. What's up? Hmm. What? Got a text message on our fantasy football uh, chain that surprised me. All right. Now on to everybody's favorite segment, Casey's Casino Corner. Man, all right. Just like last week, I am looking at the picks live because (laughs) it is early in the week and I have not done any prep. I think last week I did pretty terrible on the pod. Pretty great in real life. Nice. Mostly because I I, I waited. I yeah. waited to place my bets. Don't bet um, on Monday. I think it's probably the uh, the the big piece of advice here. Yeah. Uh, but looking at these lines, what pops out to me? Washington football team minus six and a half over the New York Giants. New York Giants, I mean, they're so bad. Um, they got destroyed by the Bears. Uh, they've been. Destroyed by the the, the Eagles and the um, what was the week before that, and then the Dolphins. I, I think that they just have had 
a lot of bad weeks in a row. Daniel Jones isn't going to be playing. Um, so, yeah, uh, Washington football team, I know they're out of it, but they'll play hard, and mm-hmm. they'll they'll cover six and a half. Okay. Sounds good to me. Hopefully that's Joe Judge's last game and Daniel Jones' last game as a giant, even if he's not playing. Next line that I love so much. Stretch it out. Yeah. You know what? Chargers minus three over the Raiders. Because if 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 there's a God, the Las Vegas Raiders won't be in the playoffs this year. They don't deserve yeah. to be there. The Chargers do. I swear to God, if the Chargers freaking lose. Um I I I think that they kind of had a bounce back. They play well, very well in their own division. Um mm-hmm. compared to outside the division. Um, I think that they will perform well against the Raiders. And they will come away with the victory. They have to win by three, which is, you know, uh, not many games are decided by one or two. So, yeah, I like Chargers minus three. Yeah, Chargers definitely are the team that I would like to attach myself to during the playoffs. Uh, so hopefully they can get the win and, and make it themselves into the playoffs. Let's do a tease. Oh, live. Colts, minus 16. Titans, minus 11 over the Texans. Need to win to get the one seed. And Are you doing math in your head right now? I could never do this. I'm trying to find another 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 game. I'm going to do a three-team teaser. Whoa. Uh, let's do Bills, minus 17 <laughs> over the Jets. Need Holy to win to get the division. I'm going to tease them all down 10 points. Therefore, Colts have to win by six over the Jaguars. Titans have to win by one over the Texans. So basically just win. Mm-hmm. The Bills have to win by seven over the Jets to win the division as well. Three team, 10 point teaser. Love it. Love it. It's great. I'm a fan. I'm only worried about the Jets game. Uh, yeah, that was I, that was my uh, think, my thought. Seven is they played their <laughs> their good game, you know, mm-hmm. last week. They still lost. So, in the bill, the Bucks are hurt. Um, I know the guy Evans back, but mm-hmm. Antonio Brown ran off the ran off the <laughs> ran off the field, and uh, they don't have oh, Fournette, gosh. and so the Bills are healthy. I think that um, they'll take care of business and win by two yeah. scores or more. Yeah. Oh boy. Casey, you got anything else? All right. Let's go. Uh, we will be back next week. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Alpha Podcast for us if you'd be so kind. So you can find and follow podcast. us as Surf and Artificial Turf, all one word, on Twitter. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you all next week on the Surf and Artificial Turf Podcast. Bye.